his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in. Beamaz and Beamer are here on WBEM. Brian Mazurowski here with you to get you through a snowy Friday. Hope everyone's making it in okay if you have to be out there on the roads at not that fun being out there this morning, especially seeing if you were like me and out there clearing snow in some way, shape or form last night before you went to bed and you wake up in the morning and it, you look like it looks like you did nothing. You know, it's right back to where you started. And that's never any fun. That's what a lot of people waking up to uh, this morning. So uh, drive safe if you're on the way in and keep it locked to WBEM for the updates, even though it looks like that snow should be tapering off, uh, hopefully in the clear from uh, now going forward. But uh, want to kind of uh, not rehash an issue, but bring back something that we talked about a little bit earlier this week. Drama in the NFL stemming over a bombshell lawsuit from former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, who's suing the NFL, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos, the Miami Dolphins for alleged discrimination during their hiring practices. Now, earlier this week, we spoke with attorney Terry Connors on kind of the legal aspect of this. But there is something much bigger to this story, Uh, a larger theme here, and a bigger question of what is the best way to move forward. And I wanted to examine that a little bit. And to do that, we bring on Reverend Kaiser Pointer, who's kind enough to join me this morning for a little bit to talk about this. Um, Reverend Pointer, thanks for being with us. I also wanted to have you on because I know you're a big football fan, too. (laughs) That I am, Brian. Thank you so much for um, having me on. And um, good morning to my friends and um, brothers and sisters who are um, just having a Buffalo winter day. I mean... Um, I got out last night and cleared because I knew the plow was going to come through. And um, I was grateful this morning when I walked out and it wasn't as much snow as it was last night. So I wasn't lamenting because I I know where I live, so I'm grateful. But um, I think this is a really critically important conversation for us to have. I I think it is important, and I think the issue is – really tricky one and you know like everything there's no clear-cut answers now you look at the uh kind of nuts and bolts so to speak of the accusation and basically this lawsuit by the former dolphins head coach his biggest claim in discrimination is that he was kind of strung along by teams that he was interviewed for a head coaching position 
multiple times by different franchises simply to check a box, to satisfy a rule that the NFL has that minority candidates must be interviewed for certain positions. It's an attempt to diversify the head coaching position, managerial positions, and kind of the NFL in general. Now, when I look at this, you know, a lot of people are focused squarely in on, you know, the one rule, is it good or not? Uh, You know, what happened in this specific case? But, Reverend, when I look at this, to me, the issue is one that, you know, personally, I think, and I, I don't really have any doubt, would improve over time. You know, this issue of diversity in the league. You want to improve diversity. The issue at hand is, here we have the league, in this case, trying to find a way to speed up that process. But there's never really an easy way or an easy, clear-cut answer that, you know, pleases everybody to achieve that goal quicker than, you know, the natural way of things. We all know where we want to be, where race isn't an issue, where the diversity of a population is reflected upon whatever workforce there is. But how do you achieve that goal quicker than what might happen naturally? I think I think the first. This is not an NFL question. This is a societal question. Um, the real issue is: Are we going to let a phenotypical quality define how we love or don't love each other? Because we know that race is a social construct. It's not an actual. Reality. Race is a social construct. We made it up. The truth is there's one race on the entire planet, and it's the human race. And until we accept that we are going to live here together and we should be loving here together, um, we're going to be in this place. We've got to do that. Um, So um, it just doesn't make sense that we would keep doing this if we want something, all we got to do is look to our children who see this radically different than we do. So it might simply be time, Brian, for us to all grow up because the adults are behaving badly. You bring up an interesting point, you know, look at the children. And I think that does go back to, you know, my feeling that, you know, I look at the situation if we are to just say coaching in the NFL. But like you said, it's a society-wide. You can really apply this to, I think, almost any position where you're trying to achieve a, you know, a more diverse workforce or you're trying to root out any sort of discrimination that might be lingering there, a, you know, a subconscious discrimination, well, so to speak, right? But, go ahead. learned over the last 50 years is that um, when we tried to do that, um, artificially, that doesn't work at all. This has to be about each of us making an individual decision that we will simply see the other human being and love him or her without regard for all of the things that we use to separate ourselves. This is not about love. Is not about race. It's not about. Um, it's not about gender. It's not about ideology. Love is about God gave us a heart that is ripe 
to exercise love. And it seems that more often than not, we simply decide we're not going to do that. Or that we're going to do that piecemeal. And it can't be done that way. And, and, and this much I know, every one of us has the capacity, almost without boundary, to love. Love is an infinite quality. We always want to shackle it and bind it. And it simply is unnatural. And it has to be about what we decide individually and then go from there. Because, look, affirmative action is a dumb way to do that. Um, It's, again, before the Supreme Court, and I don't know what they'll decide. But you know what? It doesn't even make a difference what they'll decide because it was a dumb way to do what we should do naturally anyway. We simply need to love each other. Cut and dry. You know, that being said... In this situation, um, what do you think about the NFL's rule, the the Rooney rule, as it's called, to try and, you know, improve diversity inside of coaching staffs or in the front office of NFL teams? Is that the right way to go about it? Is there a, a rule or something that can be in place, or is it just something that has to occur naturally? Well, it seems that... Um when the Rooney rule was put in, um, I was a younger man. <laughs> so I remember it fondly. And I remember the Rooney family, the owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the patriarch of the family, he simply decided, you know, this, enough of this. And he convinced the rest of the owners that this was the right way to go. So they adopted this rule. Now, since that time, there have been multiple African-American coaches on multiple teams across the league. But consistently, the number of African-American coaches doesn't reflect the number of athletes that are being coached. So there's a question about whether it works or not. But I can show you that it's worked in Pittsburgh. All we have to do is look at what the Rooney family continues to do decades now after the death of Arthur Rooney, who convinced the rest of the owners to adopt the rule. I don't think it works. Not at this point. It, it just, and I say again, we simply have to decide to do and to be different and to love each other without regard for we need to decide that we will stop othering each other and just love each other. It's really no rocket science involved. Do you think that actually is what's happening now in the league? It's just maybe going to take that little bit of time to manifest itself. You, you know, in a way, you're still battling a, a, a 50-year-old problem where you go 50 years ago, um, you know, the entire league was white. And, you know, who is going to be hired? Well, it's, you know, people used to play for the team. And and eventually, as the league becomes more diverse at a player level or uh, assistant coach level, you know, that kind of works its way up. But it does take time for that to happen. Uh, do you see that happening right now that it is kind of, you know, working so to speak, that we are becoming more diverse 
in that sense without you know a need for intervention or is that not happening uh, fast enough or not happening well enough I, I don't know what fast enough or well enough is i'll be honest with you i don't know what this should look like i have this prayerful hope that it's happening but i can tell you that if i were to bank on this I would bank on the generations that follow us because we just simply continue to behave badly. I'm looking at young people and they see this completely different. And we simply, uh, Jesus said, out of the mouths of sucklings and babes come great wisdom. We simply should listen to our children and follow their lead. And we, this would be done and over with right now. This is about adults deciding to behave badly. I'm trusting these young people. When I'm sitting in a rocking chair looking out a window at a snow crest hill, that they will have eradicated this in our lifetimes, Brian. You know, I think it's interesting because I think it's been said for a while, right? If you ask kids, right? You know, the, kids don't see white people or black people or, you know, this race or that race. They just see people. Uh, but but that's been true for a while, right? Somewhere that, that does change. And I think if you were to ask um, generations now, they might say, well, there's been, you know, more. The, the intentions are good, but there's maybe been more of an emphasis put on race and diversity um, you, you know, in with good intention, but does that maybe divide us a little bit more than if we were to take a more simplistic approach? I, I think that the, the issue is, is that we teach race. And what we should simply teach is humanity. Um, we need to deconstruct this whole idea about race because it's not a biological imperative. It's a social construction. The fact of the matter is, is that no matter what the, the shade of your skin underneath, every one of us is identical. So the fact that God gave us the kind of shade diversity, the kind of phenotypical diversity, doesn't make us diverse. It just makes us, as my grandmother would say, what makes the world go around different? You know, uh, Brian Flores says he wants to bring about change. That's the real reason he's bringing this uh, lawsuit about. It's not about, you know, winning a monetary award or something like that. He wants to change the process. Do you think that is going to happen in any way, shape, or form? And I guess maybe a more pertinent question. If it happens, do you think it's going to happen in a good way? Well, I think... Um I think what will happen is he may win this lawsuit. He may get a money judgment. Um, when we're talking about the over-rich, uh, there's probably no money judgments that's, that's going to change any behavior. Um, but I think that we're talking about it. Everyone is talking about it. That's the change. Because, you know, we don't discuss this. We hide this 
We sweep it under a rug. We pretend that it isn't what it is. And yet, our children are showing us it's not that big a deal, guys. And they're literally saying to us, will you grow up already? Because you're in the way of me growing up in a better place. A place where we just simply love each other because we're human beings. It's a great message. Uh, Reverend, thank you so much for the time this morning. Hey, before we let you go, how's the snow by you? Um, <laughs> piled up everywhere. <laughs> I, I admire the way that the city and town have uh, made an earnest attempt to clear the snow. And, um, and God, in his typical hysterical sense of humor, just puts it right back where he put it in the first place. <laughs> But it's just piled up everywhere. Um, and, I, you know, I live in University Heights in the city of Buffalo. And um, we'll be out shoveling later on today. Um, on my street, we tend to do that as neighbors. Uh, and we've got um, some single women and some older couples, and we'll take care of them because this is Buffalo, and that's what we do. Thank you for having me on. You guys have a great day and a great weekend. And um, just as a personal note, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> Why is that? Come on. You'll be watching. Uh, no, I won't. Um, it, I just, I, I'm just done with this football season. Let's get ready for next year. Go Bills. <laughs> All right. Hey, Reverend, thanks so much. Reverend Kinzer Pointer, who has uh, been joining us live for the past half hour or so, digging a little bit deeper into this uh, story that's rocking the football world, the Brian Flores lawsuit on there. Uh, also talking a little snow there, too. I, it, it's probably an unfair comparison. And here's me in my completely untrained, un, you know, I don't know anything about uh, any of this process, right? Uh, when it comes to snow removal. But I would imagine that what we've had over the past 24 hours, even though it's less snow, is harder to clean up off the roads than what happened a couple of weeks ago. Because there, even though it was a lot of snow, you know, you got two feet, um, there was like four inches in one hour at one point. Even though you had all that snow, it all kind of came at once. I mean, it was like overnight Sunday into Monday by Monday. I mean, like 10 hours, you're done, pretty much. This, I mean, since yesterday morning at like 4 a.m., you've had snow problems on the roads, and then you clear it, and it comes right back. And you clear it, and it comes right back. I think this is probably way tougher to manage than what we saw a couple, even though it's less snow. That's my personal opinion. I mean, at least that's what I think when I look at the driveway. You go out there, you clear everything out. A few hours later, it's like you never did anything. Then you clear out some stuff again, and I wake up this morning. It's, why did I even bother coming out here? I mean, I guess it made it a little bit easier. The snow isn't cresting over the boot to get in and wet your socks. But, uh, yeah, it's not... Not a fun t- uh, 24 hours. I-, I would prefer the one shot over what we've gotten recently here. At least that's just me. 
Hey, we'll be uh, right back after the news break. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.